Um, pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order suspending certain provisions of the open meeting law, general law, chapter 30A, subchapter 18, and the governor's March 15, 2020 order imposing strict limitation on the number of people that may gather in one place. This meeting of the Medford Licensing Commission will be conducted via remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information and general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with a right and or requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Medford's website, uh, www.medfordma.org. For this meeting, uh, members of the public who wish to listen or watch the meeting may do so by accessing the meeting link contained herein. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings in real time via technological means. In the event that we are unable to do so, despite best efforts, we will post on the City of Medford or media community website an audio or video recording transcript or other comprehensive record record of proceedings as soon as possible after the meeting. Uh, this meeting of the Medford Liquor License Commission will now come to order. Um, one it's after 1 p.m. on December 16th. So um, first item on the agenda is to approve the minutes from the November 18th, 2020 meeting, which have been distributed. Yep. yep. Any comments uh, or I, changes? No, uh, my only comment is uh, thank you, Daria, for putting those together. Um, uh, even though I can't see you. I know, it keeps changing. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, uh, I thank you for putting the minutes together. I. They looked uh, concise uh, into the point, so I uh, I would motion to accept the meeting uh, the meeting minutes for November eighteenth. Um, and yeah, I'll second that motion that Alan just made. I've reviewed them; they look good. Looking at them again now, um, so I'll, I'll second that. Good. Um, hearing a motion and a second. Uh, any of those um, opposed? Hearing and seeing none. The minutes have been accepted as presented. Um, next item on the agenda is a um, discussion regarding a police report which was filed by Officer Lockowitz regarding an incident that occurred at Alexander's Liquors on November 7th, 2020. Um, and I understand uh, Alex is on the Zoom call as well. Yes, President. Alex, can we have your last name? Kushnierski. Thank you. Have you seen this report, uh, Alex? Yes, I have read it. You have, okay, thank you. Um, I'll just give my fellow commissioners a chance to review it again. Mm Yikes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, Alex, you were not there that evening? I was not there, but um, I uh, reviewed the videos and um, um, put together a statement. Um, I understand you guys want to have a 
uh, a discussion about the report, about the events of that evening. I think if you have a statement you'd like to read into the record, I'm, I think now would be the appropriate time to do so. Okay. Um, I just had a question. Sure. Is, this, um, is this a Medford um, um, a review of the police report, or is this going to be going to the ADCC? Well, that's a great question. I think, um, you know, part of the answer to the, the – we are reviewing the Medford police report. Um, part of the answer as to whether it goes to the ABCC depends upon – how this hearing goes okay yeah because uh, i was just wondering if i if i need to retain counsel um uh, that's your decision i mean uh, you know uh, we're we're here on a fact-finding mission you know we're not um we're not here on any legal issues but you know it's your decision if you want to right. hire legal counsel i can't uh, advise you one way or another you have to well, make that decision I, I, w I would like to uh uh uh, say my statement. Um, I think it's it's uh, represents the facts of the evening that I concluded from what I from what I observed. Um, I think it would be appropriate okay. now, Alex, if you wanted to do so. Thank you. Thank you for the time. No problem. Um, the person in question, um, James. Um, this person has been a a local a local customer, and I'm not sure if he's a resident or if he's homeless for over 20 years. Um, you know, as it's, as it states in the police report, there's been hundreds of incidents with him, with the police. Um, you know, I've known him, I've, I've known him personally for a very, very long time. Um, he's not, he's not, he's not a healthy man. Um, he's been abusing alcohol pretty much his whole adult life. Uh, he's told me he's got complete liver failure. Um, so he, um. He I, I think he lives in the street. I don't know. Um, he does not. He's a. Uh, you know, I don't want to use. I don't want to use um, um, words like you know. Well, he's homeless. I think he's homeless, and uh, he's always, you know, going to the bathroom in his clothes. Um, he constantly smells like alcohol. Um, he doesn't wash his clothes. He doesn't do laundry. So he's um, he's not in the, he's not you know. He doesn't present himself well. So, on the on the set on the seventh of November, he came to the store, and was outside the store, as I observed from my uh, security cameras, for forty five minutes, um, begging customers in the area for uh, for change. Um, the way this plaza is situated right now, um, I'm in the corner of the plaza, and the two businesses right next to me have gone out of business. So all the customers in the whole area are my customers that come to my store. So he was, so he was asking everybody for change. Um, during this time, these 45 minutes, he was standing completely erect. He was not slurring his words. Um, he did not appear to be intoxicated. Um, The Method Police Department were stationed at the time in the plaza uh, patrolling, and um, they must have seen James outside the store because he was there for such a long time, as he pretty much is almost every day. Um, I think he spends most of his time up and down Salem Street. Um, so after about an hour or whatever, 45 minutes, James um, collected enough change and he came into the store. Um, he did not have a mask on. And we asked him to order out at the door outside the, outside the business, which he turned around, walked out, and ordered at the door. Um, you know, again, um, he did not stumble or... Uh, or appear to be intoxicated in any which way. So, uh, let me see. I'm sorry. I, w I went a little bit off track on my notes. That's okay. Take your time. No problem. So, we, so from from the from him entering the store and exiting the store and asking uh, and asking uh, and placing an order. Um, it was not observed that he was at a 
complete level of intoxication where we will refuse service. Um, you know, he's like, um, he's, so I wrote here, James is very sick and me. And uh, once he exited, he may have wanted to go to the hospital. Um, not, just, not just because he was in, uh, intoxicated, but for any number of different ailments that he may have, including Corona. Um, you know, there was, there was no breathalyzer test conducted, so we do not know um, how intoxicated he was. Um, you know, with the, with the coronavirus, as, as you guys are so well aware, I'm sure, um, we are constantly regulating the number of patrons that can visit the establishment. And, um, you know, a customer walking in without a mask on is, is a big deal right now. Um, we have to, we have to, you know, review tapes, make sure, see what they touched. And it's got to be done on a, on a instantaneous level just to keep our employees safe. Um, you know, when we see a customer like James, we know that he probably does not have the ability to, uh, to quarantine um, or take, take uh, COVID seriously as it was evident with him entering or just, I've never seen him with a mask. Uh, he likes to put his hand up over his face. Um, he also gets very angry with us because we have refused service to him in the past many times. Um, gets very verbal. We never uh, call the police or anything like that. We take it with a grain of salt. Um, and uh, that's pretty much what happened on the 11th. But um, here at Alexander Liquors, you know, we take uh, customers' age, uh, forms of identification, <clears throat> and levels of intoxication extremely seriously. Uh, it's something that we uh, constantly talk about. We constantly discuss this in the store um, using examples. And uh, uh, we even have a breathalyzer in the store um, at our disposal if it needs to be used. Um, you know, it's a, it, I put this front and foremost. And uh, nothing is more important than not selling to minors or intoxicated individuals, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and, uh, you know, I think this is an adequate representation of the events that evening. And uh, thank you for giving me the time to explain myself. You're welcome, Alex. Thank you very much for your presentation. Um, as we all know, none of us were there that evening. Um, you know, I appreciate your review of the security camera and drawing your conclusion. Um, you know, I will just um, want to comment on one line that's in the police report. Um, which states, and I quote, I believe a reasonable person would be able to detect that Mr. Huey was under the influence of alcohol, um, and end quote, that's the end of the, it's on the second page of the report. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that um, Detective Lockowitz is not present on this call, but I think his, his report is a matter of record. Um, and, um, um, I think that one statement in there um, is what is troublesome to me, um, and I'll speak first, or I'll speak last, but I'll, I'll speak at both if you don't mind. Um, you know, that's what bothers me the most. We have, you know, a very solid record in this city of, you know, not serving alcohol to intoxicated individuals. Um, and, you know, this is the first one since, um, I've been on the commission, uh, which exceeds 25 years, um, and I'm, I'm just I'm just having difficulty, you know, with the police report um, and the report that you stated as it relates to, you know, was this person either intoxicated or mentally incapable uh, of acquiring alcohol? Um, that's the question I have in my mind. Uh, I'll now defer to my two fellow commissioners for their comments and questions. 
Um, thanks, Jim. Um, yeah, uh, that kind of jumped out uh, at me too, that sentence on page two of the police report. Um, and uh, Alex, your, your own words, you, you've known this person for a long, long time. You know the history, the background. Um, what I'm surprised at is how your, your team at the store didn't know this person. And, and I get that, you know, he probably gets verbally abusive and belligerent, you know, if he doesn't get his way, you know, or you try to move him out of the store. So I get all of that. Um, I just don't understand how the fact that you've known about this person, how that didn't translate to the, the person behind the register. And that, and I guess that's what's troubling me about all of this. So, uh, um, ben, you know, what, what do you think? Um, thanks, Alan. Um, well, Alex, I, I mean, I do appreciate your honesty in this matter, saying that you know this guy, he's a street guy, you know, he hangs out around the store and around the area, and, you know, you kind of, you know that he's he has trouble, you know, and it's sad. Um, you did say that you've refused him service before, which was going to be a question I had. Um, one thing that did part of your story, um, you know, stand out to me is if he did not have a mask on, it may have been more difficult to tell from him, you know, how intoxicated he was and you didn't let him in the store, which I don't know if is necessarily, you know, a good thing. It maybe he should have been refused service at that point if you weren't able to get, you know, close enough to him to tell. Um, um, you know, I, I do think it's, I think it's tough because I think, you know, people who have an alcohol problem, he'd walk, you know, they'd walk down the street and probably eventually find alcohol somewhere. I think your store just can't be the place that somebody finds it or is able to ask for money outside. I don't know exactly what the rule is there, but it, that them, it's seeming like that's okay at your store um, because it's going to attract people that, um, might be intoxicated, frankly, you know, um, I, uh, um, I mean, not, that's not totally our domain, but, um, I, I do think, you know, have you ever asked, I guess a question, Alex, have you asked people not to ask for money right outside of the store? Of course, and, of course. Pan, yeah. pan, panhandling, panhandling is illegal in Massachusetts. And, yeah. um, we have, we have spoken to the police about him many times. Um, the police saw him out there that night and, um, they know what he's doing. Um, you know, there's only so much I can do outside the store. I mean, how many times can I complain about this guy? And he doesn't come in the store. Uh, sometimes he comes in intoxicated and when he's intoxicated, he gets refused. And he comes, when he comes in, not intoxicated, he has to get service. Uh, we don't discriminate, um, on past experiences. Yeah. That you know, if he comes in and he's, and he's not, and he's sober. And he's not, this, he's not, you know, um, the signs that we look for, you know, um, uh, you know, the regular signs. Are they stumbling over? Are they slurring their speech? Are they uh, cohesive? Um, if, if they pass all those tests, then we serve them. I mean, he's 21. He's, uh, he's uh, able to make yeah. his own choices, right? I mean, it is very sad. It's extremely sad. Um, and, uh, you know, can, can I make it a policy? I mean, I know the law states that, we can refuse service to anybody for any reason. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and, you know, we refuse them so many times. I mean, I've personally, like I said, I know this person. I remember about a year ago, I was driving home and it was the horrible uh, raining outside. And James was just standing there in the corner of Salem and Sheridan, uh, just leaning against the fence. And, um, you know, I gave him a ride. Uh, I think he slept under the awning of the Dunkin' Donuts downtown right there that night. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, like I said, I know this guy. Um, and and uh, from, the, from what I observed that night from the cameras, um, he was not intoxicated. And um, I believe he was maybe playing into the police officer because he needed to go to the hospital. Um, I, I, think, I think he asked the police often to go to the hospital. And a lot of times he gets declined because there's an expense to this. 
um, it's uh, you know the police officer has to make a very difficult choice, um, and uh, you know I, th I feel like he, he okay. goes there. Yeah. Um, no, I appreciate that info. I mean, I know Jim, you're going to say something. I mean, maybe if I will on what sort of my thought is on is I like, mean, we've, I, been, I, we've been we've been I'm sorry, but we've been we've been in business for a very long time, right? And uh, you know, in decades and decades of no violations, so. Um, you know. Yeah, which I'm taking into a consideration, honestly. Um, yeah. And, uh, so you know, you guys know what you're doing. Um, you know, I think if not, I think you know, given the state of the fact that this person has a severe alcohol problem, they're a person who might live in the street, might be homeless. You know, it's pretty hard to, you know, put all of their decisions on you know a local business that they that they go to. Um, I don't, you know, considering just not serving this person or banning them, you know. Yeah, no, that's what, going forward, that's, that's, that's. A, that's yeah, but yeah. I'm also in favor of not, not fully, full, you know, a, a, a liquor store that's had a clean record, not fully coming down as harsh on them as possible based on some of the things I'm hearing here and the fact that you do know this person and that you, you know, you've kind of had to deal with them a long time. And this is the first time this has happened. Um, so that, that's where I stand on it. I, then I'll okay. let my fellow commissioner speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alex, um, Mr. Santennial, is he still working for you? Is he still employed with you? Uh, no. Mark? He was a, no. He, he, no, Mark. No, he was, a, he, was a, um, he was somebody I brought in because I was having issues with employment because of COVID. And um, he's no longer here because of the situation. Um, I thought it would be best for us to part and not continue. In, in, in how long was he helping you out or employed with you? Uh, he was here for over 90 days. Nine days or 90 days? 90. 90. 90. Three months. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. So he, he went through the, he went through the um, you know, I review the activity of the store on a daily basis and I see him. Um, you know, carding people, refusing people for intoxication, taking the extra step to uh, investigate. You know, uh, yeah. we have our own, you know, we have our own tricks to catch mice. Sure. With like was Mark your your Saturday uh, staff? Was he a regular Saturday employee? Yes, he was. Uh, he was. Okay. So okay. All right. Oh, I think, yeah. I think, um, you know, Alex, you said, um, uh, you know, what I've been thinking is, you know, you've been in the city a long time, um, operating, um, a good business without any issues. Um, although over 30 years in my family, right. Although this issue here, you know, is very troublesome. Mm. Um, you know, because I, I, I just hate to be in a situation where, the licensees do not know the difference between a person being under the influence when he's, he or she is buying alcohol and one that it, uh, is not. Um, so, but I think as um, uh, my fellow commissioners have said, you know, um, I think this is a first opportunity for you, you know, and um, hopefully you take uh, this serious. I mean, it's, um, um, you know, there's a lot of other issues that go along with this uh, case that, um, you know, uh, in my opinion, help your cause, um, you know, given the fact Thank of, you. you know, who this individual is. However, with that being said, I think you need to, you know, take steps to continue to uh, perform um, in the sale of alcohol as you have in the past and uh, make sure that your employees, um, you know, follow the same uh, approach that you have for many, many years and making sure that you know, we're not serving to somebody that is already uh, under the influence. Uh, with that being said, it would be my recommendation that we just take the police report and place it in your file, um, you know, with a verbal warning, which is what we've already gone through, uh, and no further action uh, to be taken. Um, Thank you, Commissioner. I, I just, I, I would like to believe that this is just a one-off and not, uh, not a consistent um, uh, theme. Yes, that yes. I, I mm. thank you, Commissioner. 
Yeah, um, thanks for understanding, Mr. Chairman. I uh, I like where you're going, uh, Daria. Do you know if we have? I know Alex has mentioned that the family. It's been a family-owned business for over thirty years. Do we have any other incidents? Uh, you know, compliance checks or anything like that. Do you, Do you recall any prior uh, dings, so to speak? Not that I know of. I'll check their file again, but I don't think so. No. Okay. So as they, as they would say, this could be just a one-off and, and, you know, thank goodness it wasn't, you know, kids and getting in the car and zooming off. I mean, so. Right. Um, so there is. Yeah, it's some, like I said, it's like yeah. I said, Alan, in my 25 years, I've never seen a case where a license holder has served an individual under the influence before they got served. Yeah. Uh, I just, we just don't have that. I mean, yeah. it's possible there might've been a compliance issue with, you know, items like that, but. To me, yeah. this, this raises, you know, a different to a different level when you're serving somebody, whether he is mentally impaired or under the influence of drugs or alcohol. I mean, they should not be served, in my opinion, under any circumstances. Yeah, no, you're right, Mr. Chairman. It's just a, that's why I was curious about Mark's employment. I mean, he'd been there three months and he's a regular Saturday person. And I'm sure Mr. Hewley um, is a regular and everyone knows who he is. I mean, I... Uh, I remember my college days. I worked for uh, Tony's Liquors in in Haines Square, and and we knew everyone who came in on Fridays and Saturdays and Wednesdays. And so um, uh, I, I like where you're going. And Daria, if there's if if there's no other dings um, in Jim, I, I agree. This is, could be just a just a a, a one off. Um, I would kind of concur with your uh, recommendation. Thank you. Ben, do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. I mean, you know, I, I, I agree. I'm glad that that's sort of what we're, what we're thinking. I mean, I do, you know, hopefully this is learned from, I do think there was some carelessness here by the employee uh, of, you know, not being certain. So I hope so. Um, but I think Alex, you know, you, you guys are taking, you took appropriate action and you're, you're going to be taking this really seriously. Cause I mean, cause J Jim's, been doing this a long time, longer than I have, and he's telling saying that this has not happened in twenty, you know, twenty five years, which definitely is a, uh, you know, it's not good that it had to happen at your store, for you. So um, I think that uh, this is a, you know, opportunity to to really tighten up. Yeah. No. Well said, Ben. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so thank you. Thank you, did you have something you wanted to say, Alex? I'm sorry, Alex. No, thank you for understanding okay. my point of view, the, the, the whole situation. You're welcome. We'll just take a vote on that uh, verbal warning and just place it into the file. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Here, any opposed? None. So that's the way we'll handle it, Alex. Case closed at the moment. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, so moving right along in the agenda, the next uh, item. I, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. okay, Alex. Yep, yeah. thank you very much. Appreciate Thanks it. You too. Have, have a nice day. Thank you. Bye. Um, moving on the agenda, we have. Um, um, oh, uh, we need to take a vote to approve waiving the entertainment license renewal fees for restaurants. As you may recall, we did waive the renewal fee for uh, their annual license. And at that time, we probably should have waived the entertainment fee as well for restaurants. Um, if anybody has any questions. No, I, I, I would like to be consistent and in, in have uh, the message that the city does empathize with what's going on. And, and I know they're telling us uh, that the worst is yet to come. So um, I, I would be in favor of, for the year 2021, not forever, or not forever and ever, but, mm. but for the calendar year of 2021, um, you know, I, I, would, uh, I would make a motion to approve uh, the waiving of the entertainment license uh, fee for the restaurants, the local restaurants, sure. I like those points, Alan. Um, I, I did have a question on, do we know what the overall uh, fees were? Remember, we, we, would lo we looked at all the other fees and it was something in the range of like $80,000 that we were waiving. Just I believe so. Was um, that 
I think it was 80,000 because I know um, Alicia Nunley, she's our finance director. I think it was 80,000 in total. Yeah, but that I think, Daria, Ben's question was the 80,000 referred to the liquor license renewal fees. Yeah, correct. Um, his question is entertainment fees. Oh, um, I can ask. I didn't. Um, I didn't add it up, but it's 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 modest. Because it's less than that. Uh, oh yeah, substantially. Lot, right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot question. fewer places. Right. It's a great question. You know, Daria. Maybe we could, um, after the meeting is over, you could. Um, you don't have to do it today. Take a look and just tell us what the entertainment fees were. My memory is it's substantially less. I'd hate to throw a stone at the wall and come up with a number, but you know, if I was forced to, it's it's my guess is something less than ten thousand dollars. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you agree with that, Daria? Yeah, because it's around. So there's about sixty-five places in Medford that do alcohol, and the only places that have the entertainment is restaurants and clubs. Clubs are paying it. Restaurants are not. I think there's about 35 restaurants. Yeah. And they pay 100 each. So let's say even 300 times 35 is... 10,000. Yeah. Yeah, but, around there. But yeah. Ben raises a good point. I think I think it would be, since we are waiving everything for 2021, I, I, I would like to know what that number is. So, sure. you know, yeah. when, we, when we circle back in 2022, you know, we'll have a better understanding or... Uh, I don't know about you, but it just it just seems like everything costs a lot more money. I jokingly I call it COVID pricing. You know, when I see something, yeah. I go, that's that's COVID pricing now. It just seems like everything's a lot. And uh, right. as we get through this nightmare, you know, the the, the, town, the municipalities are all going to be sharpening their pencil and looking where to trim and where to increase revenues. So. Uh, I think it is a good, uh, a good. I think we need a good understanding of what the numbers are now. So uh, when we circle back in 2021, um, you know, we can reassess the, the whole picture again. Sure. Yeah, Do you yeah. want to table the motion to waive the entertainment fees until you have the number? No, I don't think that's necessary because, you know, we got a whole year, you know, we got all of 2021 to, to determine, but I think, the, the relief um, is needed immediately. And so I'm all for doing that now without knowing the number uh, or just relying on a ballpark figure. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to be off that much, but that's a ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we're off yeah. two, 300, big deal. Right. But it, I think it just is good to know. So we, you know, we, we can good take a, a good look at it the next time around. Yeah. Yeah. I like to know what I'm waiving cost wise, yeah. but, um, but I mean, I do, to Alan's point, I do think that being consistent is, is uh, important and that it's needed. And I think it is, you know, I mean, based on what I know, we maybe Daria is crunching the numbers right now, but it's a nominal amount. And um, yeah, I think we've got to, you know, I think, I think it, it really can help. It can help businesses. Every little bit helps. And they're the ones who are hit some of the hardest. So, right. And by the way, we have not been asked by the administration to take this action. Daria mm -hmm. has received several requests from restaurants that have come in picking up their license. And um, she and I spoke and I thought it was appropriate to put it on the agenda um, that we would um, that we would waive it. And uh, we certainly can get the exact number. But I think the spirit of waiving the liquor license renewal fee sort of dovetails right into waiving the entertainment license fee as sure. well. Yeah. It seems disingenuous to charge for the entertainment fee and not, and not charge for the liquor license fees. So yeah. That's yeah. the reason I asked her to put it on the agenda. So. Yep. And, and that, well, I just a question on that. Is there any other, are there any other licenses we're not thinking about that are related that this would come up again? So that's a great question. Um, mm. Daria and I have been talking um, about, you know, whether the clubs um, qualify to have their liquor license waived. Um, and as I read the mayor's letter, uh, since Daria has a request, I think from only one or two club um, holders, um, and I'd like to just read this, this one sentence um, 
and I quote from the mayor's letter of November 5th, this waiver is designed to provide relief to restaurants and entities where alcoholic beverages are served and consumed on premises and not designed to include package stores or other retail locations where on-site consumption is not licensed, end quote. To me, you know, that would state that clubs where alcohol is consumed on the premises under their license would qualify for the liquor license waiver. Hmm. Hmm. In my opinion. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty specific. Yeah. Any, any restaurant or entities where alcohol is served and consumed on premise. Yeah. Yeah. You're Did right. You That's such a broad way, stroke. Maria? Yeah. What's that, Alan? I'm sorry. I was talking That's about That's such a broad stroke of language and ink that you're right. right. It would encompass all of that. Clubs I think also. So. Yeah. To me, just the difference is, is that it's not for a profit. And one of them Good is point. a business and one of them is a club. Good point. And that club dues are really designed to just cover expenses and maybe reserves and things like that. So it's a, I, to me, it's just, I think the clubs, I don't know. I, I don't, I think that, you know, a business, you know, I don't, I don't know that we're taking too much from the clubs and from the aspect of, of the clubs, right. you know. Yeah. But, but um, is there any language in there that says for profit or is there any language that, that uh, oh. defines? Hmm. I'm trying to oh. find a letter so I can read it because I, I think. I'll read the whole letter if you want. I've got it right here in front of me. So it says, in order yeah. for the city of Medford to provide further relief to Medford businesses during the ongoing public health crisis, I am respectfully requesting that the Medford Licensing Commission waive all fees for renewal of licenses granted by the commission pursuant to Mass General Law, Chapter 138, Subchapter 12, for the year of 2021. The next paragraph says, this waiver is designed to provide relief to restaurants and entities where alcoholic beverages are served and consumed on premises and not designed to include package stores or other retail locations where on-site consumption is not licensed. Thank you for your consideration of this request. So Daria, there, every club has paid um, except for the one that raised the question? Um, no, they actually did pay. Um, he asked me afterwards when he picked up his license um, if, or I guess why, I forgot how he awarded it because nobody else is really questioning it. Um, so the other clubs have paid. And have just, all the clubs paid except, I mean, he paid himself too, right? Who was it, by the way? What club, do you remember? I'm trying to remember. Um, oh my God, I can't. Okay. I can't think. Um, let me see if I can access it from my computer. Hold on. Because I have a whole spreadsheet of. Do we know if clubs are allowed to? operate under the current guidelines are they um are they still people still able to come and well they're subject to the social distancing and masks and you know they're not they've never been subject to serving food so they're a little bit different than the restaurants um yeah. but they do have the restriction that they're only allowed to serve members and members guests guests that are with the members so, um, yeah, it's you know, that word entities in that sentence that opens the yeah. door to clubs, I think. It does. I, I don't disagree with you. Now, yeah. because there, you know, there's only one party questioning it, I'm not sure, and everybody else has accepted it. And by the way, the fees are much smaller for the clubs than they are for the restaurants. So, I'm not sure. I think the spirit of the mayor's letter is to include the clubs would be my guess. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a can access it from entity. That's one. Yeah, that's one definition. Sure. I think when I spoke to, I asked Dave, our chief of staff, about this, and I, if I remember correctly, he said no, it's not to include the clubs. But I want to clarify with him because. All right. Well, we don't have to. We don't have to make a decision on this portion today. Um, as a matter of fact, I would rather delay any action until we finish issuing all the licenses, because yeah. I would imagine all the clubs are not picked up yet, Daria. Correct? No, not all. Um, yeah. A lot of people actually did stop by. Um, I think it's more restaurants not picking up their licenses and package store versus clubs. Right. Um, so while I value um, David Rodriguez's input, um, you know, it's in what I guess from what I would ask him, if you would, Dario, is, is um, uh, was the spirit of the administration's intent to include clubs. I think that's okay, yeah. but I still think it's, it's up to this commission to decide, not mm -hmm. necessarily today, um, whether we want to consider them or not consider them. I think Ben brings up a very good point. You know, they're a not-for-profit organization, a much restricted group in terms of size. Um, I'd be curious to see what the chief of staff's um, opinion is of that paragraph. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, no, uh, I just want to clarify the letter for you guys. I mean. Yeah, that's fine. I don't yeah. have a problem with that. Yeah. But we can at least tackle the uh, the entertainment uh, licenses, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. we can. Yeah, yep. we'll entertain. We'll tackle that one. Okay. And we'll we'll hold so, the other one until we try our next meeting, which will be next year, and then we'll talk oh, about wow. it at that point. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> okay, I know it's All crazy. Right. It's right. Yeah. So I'll All just right, so I'll reword my uh, my motion. Uh, I, I motion to uh, approve the the waiving of the entertainment license. I'll for second that. Yep. Yeah, for 2021. Yeah. 2021. Thank you. Yeah. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Hearing and seeing none, the motion passes. Um, then we got, uh, Daria, the renewal certification. Yep. So, to my understanding, the two entities that, did, that I did not get anything from is chicken and rice guys. So I'm guessing they're permanently closed. And then Malton Seafood Restaurant on Winthrop Street. I guess they're closed. I didn't know that either. I think they sold somebody to them. Yeah. Didn't they sell, Alan? Is that what you told me? Well, yeah. I, I heard from a local realtor that the building was sold. Oh. And I can tell you only by when I ride past chicken and rice, Based on the appearance, they're not, they're not opening up anything. Yeah, no, no. They definitely are not mm. open. I just didn't know about anything else. Yeah. I knew they weren't going to be. Yeah. Well, you guys called it. You guys were like, nope, they're not going to get back to you. <laughs> right. So I, I, would leave those, I, I would leave those two off. Because yeah. if Moltons did sell, they're going to have to come back for a new license anyways. Yeah, exactly. So the renewal application guidelines, I can just put those two on. Yeah. Um, because nobody failed to renew. Um, we didn't disapprove anyone. Nope. And um, licenses, I guess I will put them under licenses who failed to renew for 2021. Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. Because we didn't take any action against them. That's yeah, what they're really looking for. Yeah. And then, so I'll put you guys a stamp on. Um, yep. I'll put those two on. Okay. That's fine. Good. And then the next thing that we have to do is the estimate of the population. Right. So I asked Neil um, Osborne in Human Resources um, to, because he deals with the census stuff as well. Yeah. And he did the math for me. So, and he kind of showed me like the numbers from the previous years. And the way he did the math is that there's an average um, change of 0 0.00266 is usually the percentage that's, that the population is increased by. And he did that based on the numbers from 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019. So last year on the sentence, on the sentence, census, the number was 57,637. So he 
Actually, oh, there's a decrease. Okay. <laughs> um, and now the number that he came up with is 57,790. Because 2018 was 57,771. 2017 was 57,700. And 2016 was, was 57,180. So between 2016 and 2017, there was a 0 0.009 increase. A population 2017 to 2018 there was 0.001 percent increase and then between 2018 and 2019 there was 0.002 actually decrease because the number went down by about you know 140 people okay but the the, the 2019 number is 57,790 uh, no 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 that's 2020 oh that's 2020. Okay. Yep, 2019 was 57637. Okay. Sorry, I know it's too many numbers. No, no. So 2020 is 57,790. Okay. Yep. This population. Yep. yep. Okay, so I guess we need a vote for that, Daria? I guess, yeah, because I don't know. I don't know. How'd you guys do it last year? Do you know how Ali got the number? Was it from Neil? I, you know, I, I don't recall. Do you recall, Alan? My guess is, and I'm only guessing, that it would come from um, the city clerk. But if he says, if Neil's getting it and it's close to the numbers that we filed last year, and they are, then then I don't know the answer as to where she got it specifically. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with the chairman. Um, it, it, it just came from the city clerk's office, this was the number it, it, you know, and we didn't drill into it. Well, where did you get it? How was it arrived at? It was nothing like that. We, we just accepted that number from, since it came from, yeah. you know, the, the office. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And as we all know, it only drives one thing. It drives the package to a licenses. Yep. Yep. So that's why I wanted yep. to make sure that it was done correctly because that's right. The couple yeah. people, so I wanted to make, you know, I didn't want to like not be, you know, know what I'm doing. Right. Now. Yeah. Yep. And since the swings aren't gigantic, you know, it doesn't work in our favor to get more license, right? It just no, it doesn't. It, for all intents and purposes, it's it's hovering all, just about the same number when you when you actually look at it. So, no, right. Not much difference. Yeah. And then who is Neil Daria? Uh, Neil Osborne. He is the director of human and human diversity and HR director. All right. Well, I, tr you know, that makes me trust his uh, judgment on this. Yeah, yeah right. well, he, I um, agree. Because yeah. he usually does all the census stuff. So he did the yeah. 20, 20. Right. He said, usually they don't get the final numbers till like April. So he asked me, how soon do I need it? And I was like, kind of like today. <laughs> well, I asked yeah, him right. like last week, but he got it to me pretty quickly. And I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. But he's the one that usually does the census. Right. And, um, I will and all we're certifying is it's an estimate what we believe to be the true and best yeah. of our knowledge. So, I mean, yeah, it gets submitted. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, th I think it's directionally correct. Is it exact? I don't know. We're going to have to, as you said, Ben, we'll have to rely on his, his expertise to come up with the number. Yeah. 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 I'm fine with that. Diary does need a vote. So if we can just vote for, Diary to complete the seasonal population increase estimation form for the ABCC. Um, yeah, sure. Can, yeah, I'll make a motion. Okay, I'll, to, um, make, yeah, I'll make the motion to accept the uh, to accept the um, proposed uh, population that we just reviewed um, and approve that. Yep. Great. Yeah. Second. I second the motion. Yep. All those in favor, aye. Aye. Motion's passed. Um, so then, um, I know me and Jim spoke about this, um, about, so there was a governor's order where they're allowing, um, waiving liability insurance to some places that are still closed, uh, because one of the clubs came to us, well, I told one of the clubs that we need their liability insurance. And um, the insurance company told them that they don't need it because it was waived by the governor. Um, I sent it to 
Jim, I can't hear you guys. Okay, now I can. That's weird. Um, I sent it to Jim for his review, and it does say that it's waived, but they still they have to get it as soon as they open. So it's only while they're not open that it's oh. allowed. Oh, okay. I was like, if someone falls down the stairs, who's paying? The city? I know, I know. No? Me and Jim were saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it and while they're the closed. Okay. And they must provide yeah. it to us prior to reopening. If you go yep. through it, yep. you are. Yep. But while they're closed, we can't ask them to produce liability insurance. Yep. But they should give it to us when they reopen. Yeah. I mean, nobody has said anything else. I think it's, you know, I mean, a lot of places are open, like restaurants and stuff like that. Um, so it's good that this person brought it to our attention. Um, so, because I actually read that order, but I didn't look at the bottom where it actually said right. that part, of course, on the second page. Um, so I read it over and that's what it said. Um, so we'll let him know that's fine, but you just have to produce it to us before you open. And right. also... Um, Cause he asked, can we hold off on renewing the license? But that's not something the state is allowing right. to no. my understanding. Right. right. We, in, we, we want that liability before he opens the door, not he opens the door and then he provides it a week later or something. Yeah, you know? no, as soon as, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah the, the law says prior to reopening to the public. Yeah. Okay. You must give it to us. Is this the case for a lot of places? That they're just closed right now well it's, it applies it actually applies to a, there's quite a few it does apply to restaurants that are closed yeah so we can't ask them for for uh, liability coverage yeah package stores we don't have any of those that are closed but it covers the full gamut okay um of uh license holders so and i guess yeah, it covers, it covers to alan's on. comment earlier you know the intent is to try to help these people right so why add burden for insurance when they you know, there's no coverage and they're not open. I get mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I get it. I was a little surprised by it too when Dari and I first started talking about it. Yeah. But it makes sense now that you drill down on it, you know? Yeah. Do we, ha do we have yeah. a few, a fair amount of restaurants that are closed in the, right now? Um, don't, um, I think there is a couple closed. But not, not a lot, I don't believe so. Because a couple of them that came in told me that they were closed. But I think it's mostly like buffet type type of restaurant versus like an actual restaurant. Right. right. I think. Because a lot of them are still, to my understanding, are open. At least for takeout or, you know, mostly takeout, I guess. So it wouldn't really apply to a lot of places just in the event that they are closed oh no, yeah and i mean like like i said it was only that one person um yeah. the one club that asked me about it but nobody else has said anything the only question that i had was from um you're frozen daria yeah daria's frozen She did say internet problems up at City Hall. Yeah, she did. Good point. Yeah. Wait till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You going to trek into work, Alan? No. No, we've all been told to, to work from your home office tomorrow. I was working at my wife's office right across from you. Oh, this really? Yeah, oh, wow. I was, like, looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so I guess I'm the host. It says I'm the host yeah. now. Yeah, the host now. Yeah. Not that that really... Um, I, I mean, I think... was That that was the end of, of business that we had. On yeah. The, yeah. It was. It filled the agenda yeah. and was still yeah. being recorded because you can yeah. still yeah. see the MCM. Oh, here's Daria coming back right. in. Jara's jumping back in, but I think I think you're right. I think it was there any other business on the because I see there the wasn't last anything else in all the agenda, other No, yeah. Daria, okay. was there anything else that needed to be cleaned up? Um. Yeah, I was talking to you. I was, I was having a whole conversation with myself. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. um, 
um, for Shanghai Moon, um, they were wondering if they can still. I don't. I don't remember when they came to us when they were um, applying for the outdoor dining. They came to us and asked if they could do the beer for takeout or drinks for takeout. Yeah. So she was asking me if that's still like applicable. If that's still like can be done. And I, to my understanding, I haven't seen anything about um, the governor saying no to it anymore. So right. I kind of feel like I'll confirm, but to my understanding, that's still I would just be a little bit careful. I think when we explained this to her the last time, she had difficulty understanding. Yeah. And we referred her back to the state because there, there are guidelines from the state as to how large yep. a quantity like of alcohol. Time. Yep. It has to go out with an order of food that's going out. In other yep. words, you just can't stop at a restaurant and say, I'll take, you know, a six pack of beer home. Mm -hmm. It's to be, you know, with a, with a food order, you can, you can order so much alcohol and it does include hot alcohol too. You can mm -hmm. order a, a hot alcohol drink, but the specifics about, you know, how many and how big a bottle, uh, I mean, I would refer her back to the state. I don't know that off the top yeah. of my head. But. Yeah. No, I think I actually sent her the order too because I don't remember. Yeah, I think you did. So yeah. I would just be careful with her. Tell her, refer her to the state's website on how um, the size and how many bottles yeah. or drinks can be served with each outgoing order because there right. are specifics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. we'll, in this, this commission will abide by those rules, those guidelines also. Well, we'll follow. Yeah. Yeah. And That's then, right. Um, another thing is Jim and I spoke about this too. Elks secretary wants like an official letter from us. Um, and you know, Jim, I remembered why she wanted it. It's because of that. Um, remember how you mentioned last meeting that you were sh sent a picture yeah. of like the shirt that had like whatever the writing about right. Elks. Um, that's why I think she wanted an official letter from us. Yeah. So person from the Elks who has not been, and correct me if I misspeak, Daria, who has not been present in any of the hearings that we've had mm -hmm. relative to the Elks, yep. um, comes in and sees Daria and wants a letter from us so that she can post it on the door to the Elks explaining, you know, what action uh, was taken. Um, and I said to Daria that I am reluctant to write any letter um, for the benefit of being posted on the front door. Um, as I said to Daria, if anybody has any questions, all of these meetings are recorded and they can go on um, a website and look at all these meetings and draw all the conclusions they want. Um, as you all remember, what we wound up doing was giving them a verbal warning and uh, putting a, a document in their file of the event, the infraction. Yep. Um, you know, if she if she wants more than that, um, I don't think that that's something that we can provide her with. Um, you know, she knows the facts. She knows the outcome of the uh, situation. To be quite honest, I'm not sure what her standing is in the Oaks, um, but um, but I'll be respectful of her position. Um, I'm not prepared to write a letter uh, so that she can you know flag it to every person coming and going out of the Oaks. Yeah. Unless you two feel differently. No, no, no. That's, uh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't even understand the logic. To, I, I don't know. No, I, I, I agree. I, you know, th these are public hearings. Um, she, ha the, the person has the ability to go into whatever meeting and want to listen and watch and take notes. And, and, and I think we, we spent ample time reviewing that case, and um, and I think it is we're we're fine. I don't think we need to do anything. We don't need to put anything in writing, post anything in the newspaper. We don't need to do anything. We don't need to skywrite nothing. So I think we're fine. Yeah, agree. I think we have done our part. Yeah, I do too. Yep. Okay. So if she comes back in, Daria, that's what you tell her. Yeah, the the commission doesn't think uh, a letter is appropriate. Yeah, right. Okay, and also, as Ben mentioned, um, 
on Monday's email. I think um, I wanted to discuss with you guys the the company that the guy wrote to us about alcohol. I forgot what it's called. The delivery. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot the name. His it was like a pretty catchy name um, because I kind of he didn't want to just get shut down by the commission, which I kind of told him that that's not something that we do in Medford. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe recommend him somewhere else where he, he can be doing something like that, because I'm not sure. I don't even know if Boston would do something like this where they allow to place, I guess, to have a warehouse. It was alcohol, like Alkaluya. Wait, Alkaluyan. Yeah. Which is, a, I mean, I thought it was a good idea, but it's interesting, you know, but I don't think Medford has, I mean, Medford doesn't even have bars, so... Right. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I thought that I didn't even think it was a good idea. I thought it was a crazy idea. Really? We're going to take alcohol, store it in, in Medford and then ship, ship it to uh, truck it to other locations. Uh, I, I don't get it. I just. Yeah, no, I, I like the idea about um, because the way he got my attention was like having people come in, like how you would do a liquor star, store and have like, you know, cocktails ready. I thought that was like a pretty, you know, cool idea. But then he didn't really, I think, mention the delivery till I like read the email and I was like, oh, okay. Maybe yeah. he mentioned it, but he threw too much information on me where I like yeah. flew in one ear and flew out of the other, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, martinis to go, right? You order a couple of martinis, you put them in a the car and, and, and drive it to East Boston for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just uh, like I said, I just I couldn't wrap my arms around the concept. And I, yeah, and I, you're right. I, it's not something we would do here. And I, I honestly, I don't even know what com- what community would allow something like that. I don't know because yeah. I think there's two concepts to it. He wants to have people able to go and like actually physically get the cocktails, but then also have a delivery truck. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we ask the restaurants to serve food. I mean, if they want to put a bottle of Jack Daniels, there better be, uh, you know, a steak dinner in there and a salad or something, mm-hmm. right? Don't we require mm-hmm. food with that too? Yeah. So Yeah, and that's what I was yeah. telling him too. But yeah. I guess he's been in contact with the state and the state, I guess, allowed it. Or, mm-hmm. but I told him that doesn't, you know, the state might allow it, but it's still, you know. Yeah, per community. Level. Yeah, yeah, you still have to yeah. by what the city allows and what it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. My, my thought was it doesn't look like it flies in terms of what we do, but if he had a more concrete plan of some sort that he wanted to pres- to show us or, you know, or if it met, you know, if there's something that I'm not catching here, I think it's just hard for us to determine it based on this bullet yep bullet points of what you know ideas it's also for me it's a little hard to determine how serious of an idea it is too for us to spend a lot of effort trying to help navigate that i come from the building department world where if you don't have a plan they're not going to sit there and listen to 10 ideas it's really hard for them yeah really to see a plan that actually meets all the current codes yeah or you're kind of you're spinning your wheels a little bit. I feel like if he really presented a plan, I don't, I would want to. And he might, he might definitely have one. Like I said, he told me so much information where, um, where I was just like, oh, okay. I need like a minute, a minute to like process all of this information. Um, because like, I'm a very visual person. So that's why I was like, just show me an email, like explain what you're looking for specifically because, you know, when people tell you all of their ideas, you just, I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about, you know, business aspect of it, you know? So to me, it's like different language where I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I exactly. that, you know? Sure. Yeah. So, so I, I think it has more 
parts, then just, you know, would we approve it? I think we would need to see a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And it more. Definitely. And then so, even at that point, maybe it just really isn't going to happen here, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all opinions aside of if it's a good idea, you know, just is it. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I was trying to figure out for him. I was like, yeah. it's most likely not something that Medfair will be allowing, but, you know, maybe like give an idea like where he can try this i don't know maybe boston allows something like this um summer yeah. maybe you know i don't yeah. but again that's not you know you know hire an attorney you know and let the attorney do all the legwork and the investigation you know you know oh, that's yeah, a little exactly. beyond that you know that's just right. me thinking out loud that's all you know yeah. if, no i think that's good and i told them if they give me yeah. feedback i'll give it to you because you guys don't just want to shut up, you know, ideas down. You try to help out, you know? Yeah. So yeah. That's how I see you guys as. So I was like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to yeah. invest a little into the idea to see if it actually has legs and it can happen somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. so oh. Oh, the last, the last last thing I know we want to get off this call, but I, re, I over the weekend I saw like igloos outside dining igloos. Have you seen those in Boston? I haven't. No, yes. in summer, I've heard, but I haven't seen them. So Wait, I saw it like, over on Northern Avenue, like Seaport, um, where they have more some space, but like there are these bubbles. I mean, they yeah, look, yeah, yeah, where you can sit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. safe, really. I mean, for for individual, you know families or, or groups um they were pretty cool i don't know like what kind of temperature they could get to but i'm glad to see some restaurants are just making it making it you know yeah the best they can creative so yeah yeah being creative is right yeah that is pretty cool it seemed cool so all right very good mr chairman what say you Motion to adjourn. I just want to wish everybody a very merry Christmas and a happy holidays, and, you too. and yes. uh, everybody be safe and be you well. Too, yes. You too. Enjoy your families. Happy uh, holidays. Stay yeah. safe. Yeah. Yes. You too. Merry Christmas, happy New Year. Yeah. Merry Christmas, happy New Year, and a yeah. motion to to adjourn and be in order. Yeah, I second the motion. Yeah. All in favor. Everybody enjoy. See you next year. See you All next right. year. Bye. 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 Bye.